thank you for tuning into A Spirit-Led Life with HMI. We hope you enjoyed today's session with Pastor Dion Hockey. Hey everybody, my name is Dion Hockey from Healing Ministries International. You can follow us on Facebook, on YouTube and on Instagram. I also have a website www.dionhockey.org. Go and check us out and see all the work that we are doing for God. I want to say thank you to Pastor Andre and Jenny for allowing us to have this time with you. I'm very excited about today's message. Last week when I was with you, I spoke to you about is it God's will to heal us? But today I felt led by the Lord to speak to you about is it God's will to use us? And you know, um, in my life, when I started out in the ministry, I got radically saved. I was an alcoholic. I was a, a fighter. I was a smoker. And, um, you know, I grew up in a very rough neighborhood in, in Johannesburg. And uh, not going to church, not serving the Lord, not knowing the Lord. Um, at the age of 25, I got to know Jesus Christ. I had an incurable skin disease. I was invited to go to church for the very first time uh, in my life. I went to a charismatic church where they prayed for sick people. I was blown away when I saw what God was doing. And it touched me so much that at the age of 25, I gave my heart to Jesus. They prayed for me. I was instantly delivered from being an alcoholic. I was instantly delivered from smoking. I was instantly healed from this incurable skin disease that I had. And I was, I was amazed. I saw people getting healed. Deaf ears were opening. I saw a person that was in a wheelchair who was paralyzed when they prayed for this person who got healed. And it shook my whole being. I was so, so excited at what I saw. And not only was I excited, but the good news was is that I had heard that I could do the same thing. I didn't believe that. I thought, is that possible that God could use somebody like me in a, in, you know, in a way like I saw those pastors being used? Well, the more I started studying the word, the more I discovered God does want to use me. He loves me. And I want to tell you today that God wants to use you. He loves you as well. And I remember, you know, when I got saved, I was so radical for God that I started hitting the streets and I started evangelizing. You know, let's let's not say evangelize. I was just witnessing any person I saw on the street. I would walk up to them and tell them, hey, do you know Jesus? You know, uh, can I tell you the good news of what had happened to me? It was amazing. So many people listened to what I was saying. I led between 20 and 30 people a day on the street uh, as people gave their hearts to Jesus. And then I would pray for many people. I would pray for people to be healed. You know, I would pray for deaf people on the street and I would see God open the deaf ears. I remember one day they brought a young boy who was paralyzed and he was born uh, with almost no kneecaps. I think he had no kneecaps, no bone in his knees. And I remember he was deaf and dumb and they brought this little boy on the street to me. And when I prayed for this boy as he lay on the ground and I laid my hands on him, I prayed in the mighty name of Jesus. And the next minute I felt the power of God come upon this little boy. He was four years old and I picked him up and all of a sudden God put bone there. He stood on his feet. I stuck my fingers in his ears. I rebuked the deaf and dumb spirit. And all of a sudden he looked at me, he began to speak and he walked to his mother. That was the first big creative miracle I witnessed, uh, you know, on the streets, uh, uh, preaching like that. And many other miracles I can testify and tell you about of, of the things that God had done. But the big thing was that eventually people started taking notice of what I was doing. And one day I remember as I was walking down the street, you know, ministering, 
somebody pulled up next to me and uh, a person jumped up and I knew who this person was. He was a minister and he got so angry at me and he stuck his finger in my face and he said to me, who do you think you are? And uh, he said, where do you get the authority to do what you're doing? Who Show me your papers. Tell me, you know, who ordained you? You know, you can't just go and pray for people and lay hands on people, you know. He said, who gives you the right? Wow, I tell you, I was shocked. I thought that this minister would be would be excited about what God was doing, you know, through my life. You know, I thought he would be happy that people were getting born again and that people were getting saved. But it was amazing. He was actually the opposite. He was angry at me. I asked him, I said, I said, sir, aren't you happy that God is healing people? Aren't you happy that God is saving this person who was going to go to hell and now he's given his heart to Jesus? And he just looked at me, you know, he was angry. He said, but who? gives you the right to do what you're doing so I kind of you know got a little bit angry at him and I said to him are you a believer in the Bible and he said of course I am a believer of the Bible I said do you preach the Bible he said of course I preach the Bible I said then can I show you that where I get my authority from who's the one who tells me to do what I can do and he looked at me funny and then I took his Bible and as I took his Bible I said let me read and show you from the Word of God who gives me the authority to do what I'm doing and friend I want to encourage you today those of you that are watching I know there are many of you out there who have this passion and you have a hunger and a desire to go hard after God I know that you too long to lay hands on the sick people and to see them get healed like me you were watching uh, other ministers pray for and you see the miracles and the signs and the things happening and you have this longing but in your mind you're saying well I don't know if I qualify I don't know if this is God's will for me if he wants to really use me friend I want to encourage you by the scriptures that I'm about to give to you and to share you this good news that God can and wants to use you you don't necessarily need a piece of paper to give you the right to do it what you need is faith what you need is to believe the word of God He's the one who can help us. He's the one in any case who does the miracles through us. You and I can't do nothing, but it is through Jesus and by the name of Jesus that we can do this. So, you know, Romans chapter 10 verse 17, as we all know, is a very popular scripture. It says, so then faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. What you and I need to do is we need to understand that faith generates uh, from us when we begin to study the word and when we begin to read the word. But Romans chapter 12 verse 2 says the following. He says, Do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. So what we need to do is we need to get the, the, our thinking in line with God's word. If there's a lot of people who, who say, but I can't do you know, what, you, what you're talking about, then I want to tell you, renew your mind. Because if your mind is renewed and you get your mind in line with God's word, then I guarantee you he will use you. You see, the Bible says in Matthew chapter 9, verse 35, Jesus is speaking and he says, The harvest is truly great, but the laborers are few. Therefore pray the Lord of the harvest to send out laborers. Another translation says that we must pray that he will thrust out laborers into the harvest. So there's a big white harvest that is ready. The harvest is ready for the taking, but the laborers are few. What we need are radical men and women who will stand up for Jesus, who will 
go out and preach this gospel and also take the power of God with them wherever they go. So the word of God is true. And God's word cannot lie. I, I told you last week in Numbers chapter 23, 19, that God is not a man that he should lie, nor the son of man that he should repent. Has he said and will he not do? Has he spoken and will he not make it good? You see, God watches his word to perform his word. And God wants you and I to respond to his word and to do what his word says. So if you are watching me today and you say, but I don't qualify. I didn't study to become a minister. I didn't, you know, I don't have degrees or I don't have the experience experience. Listen, all you need to do is to take God's word and to apply God's word. Remember James 1.22 says, do not merely listen to the word and so deceive yourselves, but become doers of the word. Become doers. So when this man in the street way back then, you know, I'm talking about the 30 years back, this man came to me and he rebuked me and he told me who gave me the right. So I took his Bible and I opened up his Bible to the book of Matthew chapter 10. I want to read this to you. If you guys have your Bible with you as well in Matthew chapter 10 and write these verses down because this is what I did when I discovered God's will and that he gives us authority to do what we are doing I used to take these scriptures and I used to preach uh, uh, read it preach it teach it you know speak it and uh, I, I, I began to live what the word says so this is what Jesus says he says in Matthew chapter 10 verse 1 he says and when he had called his 12 disciples to him he gave them power over unclean spirits to cast them out and to heal all kinds of sicknesses and all kinds of disease. Hallelujah. What good news is that? That he gave the disciples power over unclean spirits. Think about that. He gives us power over unclean spirits. To do what with them? To cast them out. He gives us power to do what? To heal all kinds of sickness and all kinds of diseases. Now, remember, friend, you and I can heal nothing, but it is through the name of Jesus and by the power of the name of Jesus that we will see miracle signs and wonders happen in our lifetime. So Jesus gave his 12 disciples. Now, when I got saved and I discovered these verses, I began to put my name in the in, in the verse, you know, like this. It says, and he gave, he called his 12 disciples to him. So I would say, and he called Dion to him. And he gave Dion power over unclean spirits. You see, God speaks to all of us because he loves each and every one of us. Some people would say, yes, but that was only for the disciples back then. What you are doing is wrong. You can't say that, that this scripture applies to us. Well, that's a big lie because Hebrews 13, 8 says, that Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Remember, Jesus has never changed. And what he had said to his disciples is the same thing that he is speaking to you and I today. You see, Jesus has never changed. And what does the word disciple mean? The word disciple means to be a follower of Jesus. You and I are followers of Jesus. We believe in Jesus. What qualifies you as a, as a, as a believer or as a disciple? You have to believe that he's the son of God. You have to believe that God raised him from the dead. You have to believe in his word. You have to believe in the teachings. You have to believe in the miracles that he did. In other words, everything that the Bible is full, if you believe that and apply that, you qualify as a disciple. When you give your heart to Jesus, you are a disciple, a follower of Jesus. You become a Christian. The word Christian means to become Christ-like, to be like Christ. That's what the word Christian means. And so... 
When I read this word, then I would say the following, you know, I would say this. And when he called his 12 disciples, I used to say, and when he called me Dion, his disciple, he gave me Dion power over unclean spirits to cast them out, to heal all kinds of sickness and all kinds of disease. And I want to encourage you, friend, you can put your name there and you can say that God has called you because he's given you this authority and this power. And watch the uh, watch verse seven uh, from Matthew chapter 10. It's beautiful. And Jesus says, and as you go, preach, put your name there. As you go, Dion, or as you go, Susan, or Joe, or Mark, whoever is watching this program, as you go, preach and say the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Now look at verse 8. This is what Jesus says. He says, heal the sick, cleanse the lepers, raise the dead, cast out demons. Freely you have received, freely give. Amen. Hallelujah. Isn't that good news? Freely I have received. Freely I am to give. Freely you have received. Even right now, freely you are receiving the word of God and that which I'm teaching to you. He wants you to take this word, apply this word, go out and freely give to people. And if you don't know how to pray for the sick, then you just read the Bible and see how Jesus did it. You know, it is so easy. Jesus went, laid his hands on people. He said, you know, when you and I go, we lay our hands on the sick people. We pray to the Father in the name of Jesus. We ask the Father in the name of Jesus. And I tell you what, you'll begin to see miracles happen. It is amazing. You know, I was sharing this word with this man and he got so angry at me, you know, and he said to me this. He said, you are wrong. I said, I'm wrong. He said, yes, this word that you're reading was only for the 12 disciples back then. He said, this is not for anybody else. This was only for the 12 disciples back then. Then I said to him, oh, well, that's a, that's actually sad if you'd see it like that. But then if you think God only gave power to the 12 disciples, then I took him to another scripture. And I want you to go with me there in Luke chapter 10. Luke chapter 10. I'm giving you great news today. Is it God's will to be used by God? Does God want to use you? Of course he does. Of course, he loves you and he's empowering you now through this message that I'm giving you that you can go and do the works of Jesus. You can go and pray for sick people just like I do and just like many hundreds of other people are doing or thousands of people are doing. You can go and do the works of Jesus. I'm telling you why. Because he himself has given you the authority. So this man got so angry at me and he said to me, no, you can't, um, you know, that was only for the 12 disciples. Then I said to him, well, look what the Bible says in Luke chapter 10 verse 1. It says, after these things, the Lord appointed 70 others also. How many? 70. Not just the 12. Now, here we find 70 faceless, nameless people. People who have never been mentioned again after this, you know, in the Bible. We don't even know who they were. But look what Jesus did. He appointed these 70 others also. And he sent them two by two before his face into every city and place where he himself was about to go. Listen to this. He sent them. Isn't that great news? Jesus says to you and I, go in Matthew chapter 28 verse 19. He says, go into all the world and preach this gospel. That's the, that's the commandment. That's the authority that Jesus gives to you and I as well. It's not just for a selected few. It is for those who believe in Jesus. Every one of us ought to go. It doesn't mean you have to stand on the pulpit and preach, but you ought to be a witness for Jesus. You ought to go and tell people, be a witness, share your testimony 
testimony and then bring the demonstration of what God had done for you, then you begin to demonstrate God's power by praying for other people. Be blessed. Be encouraged today. God is with you. And if God is for us, who can be against us? Amen. You never have to be afraid of what other people say or think. And of course, there will be persecution. Of course, there will be people who will not agree with what you are doing or what you are saying. But there were people who got mad at Jesus. There were people who accused him and said that he was, you know, he was the devil. And so you and I will go through the same persecution. The moment you stand by faith and the moment you operate by faith and the moment you become obedient to God's command, commandments, you know, and the power begins to flow through you, then you're going to understand. You're going to make some devils mad. You're going to make people mad because they are, they're not happy. They're going to be concerned. The devils worry when people begin to respond to God's word. You know, there's many people who pray a lot, but do nothing. There's many people who talk a lot, but do nothing. You know, the, the, the devil's happy if you go to church. He doesn't mind that. The devil's happy if you pray every now and then. He doesn't mind that. But what he does not like is if somebody stands up in boldness and if somebody stands up in faith and moves forward and begins to apply the word, then the devil gets mad because now you are exercising the God-given authority that God has given you and that God has given me. Amen. Be blessed, friend. I want to encourage you because Jesus sent 70 others also and he sent them two by two. And I love this two by two because the Bible says in Matthew chapter 18, verse 19, Jesus said, if two of you agree on earth concerning anything that you ask, it will be done for you by, by our Father, which is in heaven. So there's power in agreement when two of us go together. And I just wanted to share that with you. If you can find a buddy to go with you, you can find somebody to go and evangelize with you. Number one, it'll be safer for you. But also number two, it'll make your prayer so much more stronger when you pray the prayer of agreement. But look at verse 9. This is what Jesus says, and this is what I'm trying to encourage you with today. In verse 9, he says the following. This is Jesus now. He's speaking to you. He's speaking to me right now at this very point. And he says, heal the sick there and say to them, the kingdom of God has come near you. You see, People say, where do you get the authority? We get the authority from Jesus. Jesus says to us, we must heal the sick and we must preach the kingdom of God. Look at verse um, 17. I love this part of the scripture. Are you ready? Verse 17. Then the 70 returned with joy, saying, Lord, even the demons are subject to us in your name. Wow. Even the demons are subject to us in your name. And you know what? This is 70 people who went out because they were obedient to God's voice. And, uh, you know, maybe I'm just going to rattle some people here, but they didn't go to deliverance school. They didn't go through demonology classes. You know, they didn't have some special education. All they had was God's word. God's word that says, go and do this. I'm giving you the authority. You know, when I got saved on a Sunday morning, on Sunday night, I um, prayed for the first time and I was baptized in the Holy Spirit. And on Wednesday, I went out, I preached 400 people. 
people gave their hearts to Jesus. And I saw my first creative miracle three days after I got saved when I prayed for a lady who had a broken bone and the bone stuck through the skin. And when I prayed, I saw the bone push back under the skin and God healed that lady completely. A great big creative miracle. But I remember that Jesus said that I have that authority. We have that same anointing, that same power. Come on. It's not just for one or two people, all of us, because this word is written for those who believe. Amen. If you believe in the Bible, if you believe in Jesus, if you believe in the, in, in the promises of God, then you too can go and do what I'm doing and what many other people are doing. Do not be afraid. Exercise your faith. Get out there. So watch this. The Bible says, then the 70 returned with joy and they said, Lord, even the demons are subject to us in your name. And then Jesus comes and he says to them, he said, I saw Satan fall like lightning from heaven. Look at verse 19. Come on. This is for you and I right now. He says, behold, I give you the authority to trample on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy, all the power, not a little bit, you know, all the power. He says, I'm giving you and nothing shall by any means hurt you. Hallelujah. Nothing shall by any means hurt you. I've heard so many people say, I'm afraid to go out. I'm scared. Listen, if you start by saying, I'm afraid to go out, well, then already you've opened the door for fear and you've opened the door for doubt. You know, you need to have a boldness. You need to have a confidence. And I'm going to pray at the end of this session. I'm going to ask God to release a baptism of boldness, of fire, of his glory to come upon you, that you can get out there and become a far more effective witness for Jesus than what you were before you heard this teaching. I'm going to pray that God will anoint you. I already sense right now as I'm speaking that some of you are feeling the power of the Holy Spirit rising up. You're feeling a boldness. You're feeling a glory come upon you. And so take that what you're feeling and run with that because that's the power of God touching you right now, even as I'm speaking. But I am going to pray for you. But I want to read this again because this is what Jesus says. Behold, I give you Who's the you? That's you and I, the disciple, the believer. I give you the authority to trample on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy and nothing shall by any means hurt you. Hallelujah. And then he says, nevertheless, do not rejoice in this, that the spirits are subject to you, but rather rejoice because your names are written in heaven. Amen. We rejoice. We are born again Christians. Bless the Lord. We are saved. But I thank God that he has given us an authority. He has given us a power that we can go out and do the works of Jesus. This is what's lacking in the churches of today. This is what's lacking in many Christians. There's a lot of people who can speak, you know, uh, Uh, Like I heard people say, uh, a lot of people can talk the talk, but they can't walk the walk. We are looking for Christians. We are looking for men and women with a boldness inside of them who will not just run after other people, but who will begin to set the example and who will begin to run with the fire themselves. Watch this in Mark chapter 16. Remember, all I'm doing this uh, today right now is giving you scripture. And I'm just teaching you that God has given you the authority. You, the viewer, you who are watching me, he's given you authority. He's given you power. God can use you. In Mark chapter 16, verse 15. Are you ready? This is what Jesus is saying. Jesus says, and he said to them, go. 
There's the word go. He didn't say sit down. He said go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. He who believes and is baptized will be saved. And he who does not believe will be condemned. Now watch verse 17. Oh, my favorite. He says, and these signs will follow those who believe. Are you ready? These signs will follow. Are you a believer? I'm a believer. So if you're a believer, I'm not asking you what church background you have or what denomination you belong to, you know, or, or how many degrees you have on the wall. The Bible says these signs will follow those who believe. So if you're a believer in my name and that's in the name of Jesus, he says they will cast out demons. Who will cast out demons? The one who believes. The one who believes in Jesus. Amen. He says they will cast out demons. They will speak with new tongues. They will take up serpents. And if they drink anything deadly, it'll by no means hurt them. Watch this. They will lay hands on the sick and they will recover. Wow, friend, isn't that exciting? That if you are a believer, I'm a believer. When we walk, we have signs following us. It didn't say that the believer will follow signs. We mustn't be the follower of signs, but we must be the ones who have signs following us. I have so much more to teach you, but my time has run out. But friend, I'm going to pray for you right now. And I want you to, to um, give your heart to Jesus. If you've never given your heart to Jesus, if you don't know Jesus as your personal Lord and Savior, and, this, uh, and right now you feel inspired, you want to give your heart to Jesus, or you backslid and uh, you turned away from God, come on, He's calling you back to Him right now. He wants to use you powerfully. So won't you say this with me? Stretch your hand out and say this with me. Say, Lord Jesus. I come to you in your name. I ask you to forgive me of all my sins. Wash me in your blood. Cleanse me from all unrighteousness. I turn from my wicked ways. I confess with my mouth and I believe in my heart that Jesus is the Son of God, that God raised Jesus from the dead. And Lord Jesus, I invite you now to come into my heart. I receive you now as my God and as my Savior and as my very best friend. I'm born again. If I should die, I'm not going to go to hell. I will go to heaven. Thank you, God, for saving me in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. If you prayed that prayer, please let us know. www.dionhockey.org is our, is our um, uh, uh, email, uh, our website, and you can email us at dion at dionhockey.org. Tell me if you gave your heart to Jesus. That'll be great. But stretch your hands out now. I have only one minute left. Now I want to pray that God will grant you boldness. I pray you are ready to receive in the name of Jesus. Father, I thank you as people are stretching out their hands. I pray for a release of fire. I pray for your boldness. I pray for a fresh baptism of your Holy Spirit, Lord. And I pray, Lord, that this seed that I have sown, that, Lord, you will cause the seed to grow and to expand, and that boldness like never before would come upon your people. Any form of doubt to be removed, Father God. Any form of fear to be removed in the name of Jesus. And, Lord, your anointing to saturate them, your anointing to fall upon them in Jesus' name. 
Grant them boldness to cast out devils. Grant them boldness to lay hands on the sick. Grant them boldness to prophesy. Father, I pray this in Jesus' name. And we give you the glory, we give you the honor, and we give you the praise in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Thank you for watching this program. And remember, you can follow us at Dion Hockey. Um, uh, uh, .org at our, on our uh, website and uh, you can see all the wonderful things that we are doing for God and for His kingdom. The Lord bless you and the Lord keep you in Jesus' name. You can make a difference by partnering with us, a ministry with a heart for the lost, by visiting our website www.dionhockey.org You will also receive exclusive content from the ministry as a thank you from Pastor Dion Hockey. Remember to subscribe and follow our social media pages for updates, sermons, and more information on the ministry. Thank you for listening and see you next time.